Hello, you spoopy little ghosts, and welcome to Hungry in Kentucky. I'm Sarah from Bluegrass Bourbon and Eats, and today I'm joined in Fort Lewis Studios by my blogging partner, Renee. Hey. Uh, our jet-setting producer, Carrie, from Girls Bear Sports. Yo, 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 what's up? Just glad to be back in Kentucky. <laughs> We're also glad you're back. And our special guest, Brett from Wine and Pop Tarts. Hello. Hello. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. Awesome. Well, no Nathan today, because sometimes life keeps us busy with things more important than podcasting, which seems it's impossible. Just, it, I don't understand it. It's Yeah, can't wrap my head around it. It happens. It does happen. And that's totally okay. But we plan on having him back for the next one. So so we'll, you're saying that we can talk about all the hot fudge we want to today since he's not here? It's hot fudge central. That's what I'm talking about. Hot fudge Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. All right, we're only two days away from Halloween, the spookiest day of the year, and this seemed like the perfect time to have Brett on with us. I know that you're a big Halloween guy, so I thought we could talk horror movies, Halloween candy, wine and Pop-Tarts happening. Kind of so, all your favorite topics. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Yeah, yeah. but first... And beer if you want to talk about beer. Well, all I know is that Brett introduced me to the most messed up <laughs> horror movie I have ever seen in my life, and Which it's still one? like burned <laughs> in my brain. It's your favorite, oh, your favorite movie of all we're time. We're going to see it again tonight. Yeah, Black yeah, Christmas field trip tonight, and the original, not the remake. Correct. Yes. got to be the original. Never Correct. seen the remake. Yes. I won't watch it. I, I don't think I could. <laughs> like the originals disturbed me so much, but we'll talk about it. Yeah. My work here is done. I'm just going to go ahead and go. Yeah, I mean, you you fucked up, Carrie. That's all. That's all we need. Yeah, seriously. All right, but first, before we do anything else, um, you can find us on social media for Bluegrass Bourbon and Eats uh, on Facebook and Instagram at Bluegrass Bourbon and Eats, and on Twitter at BB and Eats. You can find Carrie on Facebook and Instagram at Girls Bear Sports and Twitter at GRLS Bear Sports. You can find Nathan on Facebook and Instagram at The Bearded Bourbon Air. And you can find our podcast on Instagram and Twitter at Hungry and KY. And if you like what you're hearing and would like to come hang out and chat for an hour or so, hit us up. Slide into our DMs on Twitter and Instagram at Hungry and KY or drop us a line at hungryandky at gmail.com. And we can also do Skype calls. I mean, I can't, but Carrie can. If I can do one from <laughs> France and make that happen, then yeah, I'm pretty sure I can do one That's here. very true. I can barely work a printer, so I definitely can't do Skype. But yeah, I mean, either way, <laughs> hit us up if you want to do either of those things. We're cool, but yeah, so um, what's everybody been up to? Carrie, we'll let you tell your harrowing we, tale first. I was going to say, why don't y'all go around and save me till last? Oh, you want to save it till last? Save the it till last. All right. Yeah. Um, well, Renee's brother got married this weekend. That's so right, he did. We did all kinds of festivities for that. Had like a three-day-long weekend It was. Event. Yeah. Yeah, um, we had a wedding shower brunch at Shakespeare and Company on Thursday, and hosted by Renee. It was yeah. super nice, very fancy. Thank you. There were macaroons and brunch and games. I mean, who could want more than macaroons and brunch? Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. It was all pretty good. Um, then there was a rehearsal dinner at Bellanote, also fancy, very mm-hmm. tasty, lots of food. And then the wedding itself was really, really pretty and beautiful. And the reception at Copper Roof was pretty cool, too. I've never, I've been there when it was a Mexican restaurant <laughs> in college. Do you remember that place, Brett? Uh, like, behind that Waffle House on Harrodsburg Road? That it's Mexican restaurant? No, I never went. Oh, so good. I've heard 
Heard tales. Horror something. stories, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, well, because they never carded anybody ever. Oh, so I that's see. where everybody went to drink and gotcha. they got shut down like four or five times. Because they didn't card. Yeah. <laughs> well, that'll happen. But, <laughs> so that was, take, took up a pretty good chunk of our weekend, but it was all fun and I'm glad for Joe and Jordan. They seem like a very happy and in love couple. Yes. Yes, they are. Got me a sister-in-law yeah. and we and we all love her. Love her dearly. I'm exhausted. <laughs> I'm still tired from this weekend. But uh but yeah. Yeah, everything went really well, I think. Cool. C- can I just say that I'm happy everything went well and congratulations to them. But I just cannot understand why would you why you would get married during football season? I know. I don't get it. But don't hey, get me is their wedding and they can do what they want, but I'm just going to throw that out there. <laughs> they had a preacher that is over one of the preachers that are at their church. And this was the only time they had available. Uh, okay. And so they Fair really enough. wanted him to be the one okay. to marry them. So they kind of picked their date off of his availability. I'll allow it. But <laughs> Would, I mean, I agree. That's fine too. Cause he wasn't dragging it out. He was a fast talker. Oh, okay. I really yeah. don't understand half of what he was saying to be honest with you, but that's fine. <laughs> that's even the best. That's even better if he's like yeah. moving it through. I thought he was like making up a book of the Bible cause he was saying it so fast, but you know, Desiree assured me it was a real one. I kept thinking he was saying effusions, and I was like, that's a brewery. (laughs) It is a brewery. (laughs) But whatever. I'm not a Bible expert. I'm going to use this as a segue to plug my ministerial services. Yes. I'm an ordained minister. Oh, you're an officiant. Is that what they're called? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I've done one wedding, waiting waiting for more. Yeah. Slide into my DMs or my BMs. Ooh. (laughs) Or both. (laughs) (laughs) That is true, though. I'm an ordained minister. I forgot nice. about that. Good to know for future reference. Yeah, not to pull rank, but just yeah. throwing it out there. And you would never do a wedding during football or basketball season, I assume. Uh, both, actually. I, the one that I did was during like the sports equinox. It was mm. early <laughs> November. Oh, okay. that's so the worst. On a wow. Saturday, so it was both. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Wow. All yeah. right. Well, you know, there you go. Brett, your guy. Yeah. Yeah. He'll even do it during the most important sports day of the year. Yeah, pretty much. Well, I have another one in two weeks, and it's on the Tennessee football game. Good people. And these Oof. people are not sports fans. Wow. So we they will. just they were just like, this is when we want to have our I don't wedding. understand that either. Do you want me to rub it in that I'm actually going to that one? Just text me and let me know what's one. happening. <laughs> oh, yeah. It'll so be I have awesome. to be there. That's sad. Brad, you got you been in anything cool lately? No. Same. Besides the Sorry. wedding, I've not done a single thing. But Carrie did a big old thing. <laughs> yeah, last week I was. I was in Paris, France, and I did. Uh, we were there six days, I think. It was a good trip. We saw a lot of stuff, ate a ton of food. You know, mm, meat, great. cheese all over the place. Did the macaroon thing, wine, uh, snails, like the best snails I've ever had. They were just super freaking delicious. Um, if they're done right, they're really, really tasty. They really are. And you don't even think about what you're eating. They're actually really good. Um, I've had some foie gras, had duck. It was, yeah, it was, it was a tour de force of food. Um, and, you know, some sightseeing or whatever. How was the weather? Um, it was okay. It was cool-ish, and it, it did, like, rain a little bit, but not bad. Had the worst martini I've ever had in my whole entire life <laughs> at Harry's American New York Bar. 
I don't know what their definition of dirty martini is, but there was zero olive juice in it. It was some kind of, I don't even know what vodka it was. It was horrifying. And then they had the nerve to give me pitted pit, olives with pits in them. And I was just like, this is this is terrible. And the CFO also thought it was the worst martini he'd ever had in his whole entire life. France. It was awful. What's wrong with you? I don't know. So, yeah, it was a good trip. Good time. Good time. Good. Um, the, uh, the getting back to the U.S., that, that's where the, the, uh, <laughs> the real good story kind of comes in to play. Um, I, although, you know, I will back up just t- uh, two seconds in saying that I did Skype from France. I yeah. took my stuff with me. I took my recorder, a mic, and some cables and stuff like that. And uh, I did Skype Lauren and Lee in, and I was sitting in my hotel room, and we did Girls Beer Sports episode 187. Yeah, it sounded good. Yeah, I, I actually was really happy with the sound quality, and the hotel had fabulous Wi-Fi. The call never dropped or cut out or anything like that. So, yeah, I was, I was really, really happy. But I can I tell you my whole nervousness, because I, this was in my carry-on i held on to it like grim death right i was really kind of worried about what the tsa was going to say and even french security they didn't blink an eye they didn't even ask me to turn it on oh. nothing cool. <laughs> um so any so they didn't uh, my stuff my stuff was fine right so we're getting on the plane to come back to the united states the flight was supposed to leave thursday at 1 30 this is air france i will never fly air france again so um uh, the friend that we were with that we went on this trip four um he has health problems and stuff and so he got a wheelchair to the gate and stuff and we were with him so we're fine so we're standing there and we see this lady roll up on a jazzy scooter and it's a legit i mean you know it's a big old motorized i still call them jazzies yeah that's what i call them right so i was like huh that's odd i'm surprised she can get that in the cargo hold of on the plane right and it was obvious she had traveled and she had been other places and stuff like that because the back of it had like other airline tax and stuff so, you know, I didn't think anything of it. We all get on the plane and about an hour in, we were an hour late taking off, first of all. So there's no way we're going to make our Atlanta connection. So we're on the plane, I'm half asleep, and all of a sudden the pilot comes on and they talk in French first and then they talk in English. And he's talking, 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 talking. He's talking, keeps talking. John and I look at each other. I'm here, Paris, 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 Paris. Oh, we're like, oh crap, this is not good. So he comes on and he says, just to assure you there's nothing wrong with the plane, but we've got to turn around and go back to Paris because I have just been informed that there is a motorized mobile scooter in the hold that did not have its battery unplugged and I will not, we cannot fly over the ocean due to a fire hazard. So an hour into this flight, we had to turn around. We went all the way back. In, in going back, he then informs us that there's only two pilots on this plane and due to regulations, they have to have three. So they're scrambling to find a third pilot. So when we fix the problem on the ground, we can turn around and leave. So we get to De Gaulle, we land, we pull up to the gate. Then they inform us, this is like 445. Then they inform us, if we're not pulled back from the gate by 530, we can't leave at all due to regulations. Well, guess what? We had to jettison a bunch of fuel in order to land the plane. And at 530, they were still refueling the plane and we didn't get to leave. So everybody had to get off the plane go back through customs. We had to wait three hours. We waited three hours in a line to get vouchers for like a hotel and food and that kind of thing. This whole time, we're on the phone with our friend L, who was watching the house, who was friends with somebody who works for Delta. I'm like, we need to get a direct flight 
from here to Cincinnati because we were going to be screwed even if we left with the same Air France flight on Friday, get into Atlanta because you can't get out of Atlanta to Lexington. Flights are always full. So we actually managed to get ourselves rebooked on a Delta flight. Um, the lady at the counter printed our boarding passes said that, yes, your luggage will be on there. I knew our luggage wasn't going to be on there. I knew it. I didn't care. I didn't care. I just <laughs> wanted on the plane because I wanted to come home. And I will tell you that the Delta plane we were on was far superior to that Air France thing that I was on. Technology was far superior. I got to watch Chernobyl. So that was mm. all good. You know, the food was really good. Awesome. We land in Cincinnati. We go to baggage claim. Of course, no bags. There's no bags. There's, there's, I, I didn't care. I had my podcast stuff and some clothes that I cared about. If that bag was gone, it was gone forever. But credit to the baggage claim people because our luggage showed up on our porch on Saturday night. Nice. Wow. Yeah. But nice. again, I have never heard of a jazzy motor scooter <laughs> completely grounding a flight because somebody didn't unplug the battery. Did people just mercilessly beat her? Well, well, she was see, unconscious. With yeah, with her scooter, because I would have. <laughs> That's the thing. My opinion was that she should have taken some responsibility because it was her scooter, right? Yeah. I mean, I think that she should have been like, you need to unplug this and made sure that they did it correctly because they could have broken it. I don't think they knew what it was. Like, apparently, there was some argument before they even put it on the plane as to whether or not they could put it on the plane. So. That's fair. Yeah. So there you go. I may well, now we know future reference. It's like, like we're getting on a plane and we see a jazzy those, scooter. We say something. It's not like a motorized wheelchair, but it's like one of those big old motorized scooters for old people. It's like a rascal. Like a, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. like a rascal. Bigger. Like, like a, yeah, okay. hover around that's like or the whatever. One, oh, the hover around was yeah. the Grand Canyon. I was thinking yeah. of that one where the old lady's on the like edge of the Grand Canyon and she's like, hover around. Yeah. Hover yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> yes, the flight got grounded by a jazzy scooter that didn't have I tell have you where I've seen unplugged. the most commercials for a jazzy scooter. It was being, uh, when I watched, if you watch The Process right in the middle of the afternoon, <laughs> almost every time they go to commercial break, it, it has a jazzy, it has a jazzy well, yeah. scooter commercial. Yeah. So, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> wow, what a harrowing tale. I'm telling you, if we would have gone to Atlanta, because that plane ended up leaving at 430 on Friday, and it got into Atlanta at 8 o'clock, uh, we, I'd probably still be in the Atlanta airport trying to get home. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I would have ridden a car by yeah, that we, time we, and just driven home. That's what would have ha- ended up happening. Yeah. Yeah, it's really not that far from here, I guess. Mm-mm. It's about six hours. Yeah. It's not bad. It'd be better than sit six hours in Atlanta. This or is true. several days yeah. in Atlanta. Yeah, this yeah. is true. Cool. Well, we're glad that you're back, Carrie, because... We couldn't be here in the bourbon room without you. No, you couldn't, so. but I told you that I, I totally could have group Skyped this. We could have happened. <laughs> you too. Yeah, you totally could have. We would have gone on, but it wouldn't have been the same. We would have broken into your home, <laughs> and then you would have Skyped in here. Yeah. Okay, that, that's right? fair. That's fair. Yeah. Was that yeah. the plan? Because really, and honestly, been, Brent yeah. just wants to play with bacon. That's yeah, fine. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. That's, that works for me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it would have been cool. There's an awful lot of candy that we're not eating. Yeah, right, help yourself to the fruits. candy, yes. Um, we're going to talk about said candy later, so I've already been snacking on some. Renee, yeah, I've already had some. I was going to say, I haven't seen you eating any, but, I mean, I'll believe you if you said you did. I have wrappers to prove it. Well. I'm just going to make a ton of noise, just heads up. That's fair. Yeah. You know how many times that I've burped on this podcast? <laughs> so. Oh, I burp on GBS <laughs> all the time. <laughs> or make a... Uh, noise or some other unattractive noise God, that I I'm not going to edit out. I'm I'm not going to take the time and edit that out. Don't you know that's just me. That's if you don't like it. Sorry. We like the raw footage. 
Yeah. Yeah. Except so when Nathan like says something ridiculous and you have to. Not really. Okay, good. I mean, it can if you want it to. I've been burping like crazy because I'm drinking a latte. Ooh, so it's like yes. the worst of all possible combinations because <laughs> it's making me burp like every two seconds. Good. And it's also giving me dairy throat. So anytime I talk, uh, it's mm-hmm. like super... Yep, gurgly. gurgly. Yep, that'll <laughs> do it. That's an upsetting word. That'll be the name of this podcast, don't you? And worry. I'm chewing while I'm talking, so you you just watch all your subscribers. But nerds, so it's acceptable. All four of them, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> all uh, all the international ones probably left already anyway, so I wouldn't worry about it. But um, <laughs> a bad mouth Air France. Sorry, not sorry. Nah, no. screw them. That's what they get for having weak airplanes. Can't handle. Plugged in jazzies, but um, I figured, Brett, we could talk about wine and pop tarts. Okay, you could plug yourself there. Tell us all the, <laughs> for our listeners that may not know about your sure. lovely endeavor here. Well, um, I'm still chewing, but so wine and pop tarts, we, I, whatever, uh, make short films in Lexington, in and around Lexington. Um, kind of slowed down now but we've been kind of working switching out working on two this year uh, and the one that uh, I'm the most excited about that I'm trying to put the finishing touches on is called Little Smokies does everybody <laughs> here know what Little Smokies are yeah and I, I saw some of the footage of, as you all were filming and mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> yeah so if you don't know Little Smokies are like the the quintessential redneck holiday treat. They're whatever. delicious. Hell yeah. <sighs> Agree to disagree. Okay. Oh, I, to be fair, I've never had one. But well, you usually put them in a crock pot with, some with barbecue, barbecue sauce, sauce. Yep. grape juice yep. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. grape yeah. jelly They're or fine. whatever. Yeah. 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 yeah, I can't. Like, I have a lot of food issues. Okay. And my food issues are born from Little Smokies. Like, that. that's the... The Genesis, I know. Wow. I was going to say, to be fair, you don't really eat meat, so... Well, there is that. Um... But yeah, so Little Smokies is a horror movie about Little Smokies. Um, <laughs> so I like to see. yeah, trying to get that. So every year for the past five or six years, we've done a Christmas event where we do a toy drive, and uh, I'm trying to get Little Smokies done in time for that. We'll see. Excellent. And we, I, whatever uh, we are on social media. We, I don't know. I'm the only <laughs> one that does it, but um, well, you have a collective of people. Yeah, people come and go. Um, so we are on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and of course on YouTube. If you want to watch any of this, if well, I love the name Wine and Pop Tarts. How did you come mm-hmm. up with that? Um, you like wine and pop tarts. So the thing is, like, I used to like pop tarts, but. After naming, so I'm okay with wine. Uh, I always historically liked Pop-Tarts, but after naming this thing wine and Pop-Tarts and and doing this for as long as I have, like everybody for every holiday always buys me Pop-Tarts, and now I just can't even stand to eat them. (laughs) So, but to answer your question, I don't remember where the name came came from. I could not tell you. Yeah. It works, If I had more words, I'd add them there, but... Yeah, that's a thrilling answer, I know. It's been so long, too. When did you start this? Were we in college, or was it before college? We were in college uh, early 08. Wow. Wow. Yeah, and you would think, you know, it's almost 2020. I would have outgrown this by now, but 
Nah. Nope. If you're having fun doing it, you know, I mean, and you had something to do, it's a hobby and or whatever. And yeah. It's yeah. Uh, harmless. Yeah. So generally. if anybody wants to see any of the videos that you've done, do they get on YouTube? Yeah, youtube.com yeah. slash wine and pop tarts. Yeah. Most of them are there. Yes, and they're all very good. I enjoy them. <laughs> Thanks. They're something. They're some are goofy or than others. <laughs> But I enjoy yep. them all. The Braboon. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is the Braboon on there? Braboon's not on there. Oh. Um, still kind of making the rounds on the festival circuit. What? <laughs> most pretentious answer ever. But it, yeah, I mean, it's submitted to some festivals. Well, that's and, cool. Yeah. Yeah, because that was a, I like that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh, that I was a good one. That one. Yeah. Yeah. It, was good. it, it turned lot. out good. Yeah, it turned out really well. It made me do my Brian laugh. Brian, also from Wine and Pop Tarts, <laughs> yeah. has a really loud laugh, and I was doing the same laugh through the whole <laughs> entire thing. It was very Good. funny. Thank you for that. I'm doing awesome. the Lord's work. You sure are. <laughs> and um, just like, not only did Brett and I go to college together, I think we've known each other since we were like five, four or five. Four or five. Yeah. Yeah, we grew up down the street from each other for a while. Oh, wow. I did not know that. Cool. Yep. Childhood friends mm-hmm. from Manchester. You didn't know that? Always the best. I did not know oh, that. I, you knew. As I knew you all were friends, but yeah, I didn't know you went that far back. Well, I moved <laughs> to London like four years into that friendship, and then we kind of like reconnected in college. I think I ran into him like orientation day. Yeah, like the first day. person yeah. I ran into. Oh, cool. <laughs> Very cool. <laughs> Yeah, so that was pretty awesome. Small world. It is a small world. So um, you already talked about your uh, Christmas specials, and let's see, you've done Halloween specials before too, right? Uh, yeah, I feel we like did. we've done. You've done that. We did one year, yeah. Oh yeah, that one at a uh, broom, broom wagon. wagon. Mm-hmm. That was a cool one. Yeah, I like broom wagon a lot, and um, that was a lot of fun. But it was just a lot because, like, two months later, we did the. Christmas stuff in yeah. two or three different locations. So oh, yeah, yeah. Kind of scaled back over the years a little bit. Yeah. That was also the one where a car drove up and stopped right in front of the screen and started playing Hey There, Delilah super loudly. In 2016, by the way. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, not that long ago. <laughs> <laughs> it was fantastic. You just got Hey There, Delilah rolled? Is that, I mean, I guess is that so. a yeah. thing, Delilah rolled? I don't know why I, I remember that, but wow, it weird. sure happened. That's super weird. Awesome. Well, speaking of, you know, he said he makes horror movies. Uh, he and I are also both lovers of horror movies. So I thought since it's the season, we could talk about that too. And if you guys have any opinions, please jump in. <laughs> I know Carrie's favorite movie is Black Christmas. Uh, I mean, I is got, really? well, I got, I got two opinions. I'm not a huge horror fan. <laughs> no, I grew up a very, <laughs> I grew up a very scared <laughs> child, like. I was like, even to Oops. this, even even to this day, I'm better now. But even like, it was so bad that, that you know the old HBO music where it, um, it would come on to like the intro, the HBO da na 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 before they showed a movie on HBO. This was like in the '80s, right? And that I, I still associate that with Poltergeist because I was really yes. scared of that movie. And like when I would hear that music as a child, it scared me. Um, uh, yeah, I'm just not. A, I'm, I've kind of grown out of that. I still am not a huge fan of horror movies, but I will say that Black Christmas, out of ev- all the horror movies I've ever seen in my whole entire life, slasher movies, you know, whatever, that has got to be the most psychologically <laughs> mind screw 
that I have ever seen. Like, I still, it's it's, it's yeah. creepy. It's not a Christmas movie. It's just <laughs> set in Christmas. I don't like there's there are themes like there are some serious social commentary themes going on in this movie that I was just like, whoa, this is heavy. Like yeah. it is heavy. And we're all going to watch this tonight. Is that no? I mean, I am. Yeah. I definitely no. am. You're not a horror. No, fan, I don't I at all. No, okay. no. Why am I here? <laughs> to, to talk about horror movies. I want to talk about <laughs> them. And nobody will talk to me about them. But you. So you don't like horror movies, and I'm not a big food guy. So it's like, <laughs> what? I kind of <laughs> like the classic stuff, like the 80s stuff, like sure. Freddy, Jason, the the more campy stuff, yeah. that, that kind of thing. Um, you know, actually, I Blair Witch. I really liked Blair Witch when it came out. Like, I thought I really oh, liked it. I'm really into the found footage stuff now. Yeah. So. Oh, and I'm you know what? This, this is probably the, one of the stupidest horror movies that I like. But this is one that I will watch over and over and over again. And I would consider it a horror movie. And it's a found footage movie. And it's the Chernobyl Diaries. I've not seen that. You I've not seen, seen, that seen it either. Oh, I kind of okay. Want you should. To. You should see it. It's. It's ridiculous. I thought you were going to say paranormal activity. I, I had a long paranormal activity story to go with that, but so like I like the original Fright Night. Um, yeah, Love a lot it. of a lot of that eighties eighties horror stuff. Not so much the Saw and that you know just the gore yeah. to be gore type yeah. of thing. I was never into a House of a Thousand Corpses Ooh, or I love um, that movie, actually. I do like that one. or Devil's Rejects. That's but, yeah. also a good one. So yeah, I mean, speak just. Going along with the the Saw movies, if so, fifteen years ago, and I was just talking about this recently. If if you had told me fifteen years ago that I was going to be on a podcast, I would say what's a podcast. But then that I was going to be on a podcast talking about my love of horror movies, I probably would have cried <laughs> just because, like in oh four oh five, I was very not into horror. Yeah, I know a little hard to believe, maybe, yeah. but. Me neither, I don't think. Maybe the saw and that's kind of gory stuff, but it didn't yeah. really scare me. Back then, like, I feel like in the early 2000s, everything was torture. It was. And everything and was... And it really turned yeah. me off, yeah. Yeah, yeah it wasn't a good time. I can't do it. Like, I've never been able... Like, torture or sexual assault, I'm out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I agree. add to that, you know, being like, whatever, 14, 15, up my own ass. Like, <laughs> the big film guy. And now in 2019, like, I like movies. I don't like films. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, films. So there. Um, but yeah, I totally get that. Like any any. What what do they call it? Torture porn. Yeah, torture porn. I just uh, can't. Anything torture I can't porn. With, yeah. I can't with that. I like more psychological stuff. Yeah. I know. maintain that the first saw is very good. Yeah, but I like the first. The saw. second one, it was like what? I saw the second one in theaters opening night, and it had. Everything that I hate within like the first twenty minutes, eye trauma. Mm-hmm. Somebody has to dig behind their own eyeball. Like it was more gore I... than the psychological yeah. aspect yeah. of the first one. And yeah, somebody falls into a pit of dirty hypodermic needles, which is another oh, yeah. irrational fear. Like this sucks. <laughs> and also, why is there a pit of dirty hypodermic needles laying around? Like they just like incinerate those. I mean. <laughs> I can this tell you not one, real. one horror movie that I've never seen, and I will absolutely probably never watch this movie in my life, is The Exorcist. 
Ooh, I do oh, like the exercise. Yes. I, Ooh. I don't. I just don't think I can do it. Cause see, I don't Too like real. the possession stuff. Doesn't scare me, but the exercise. And I mean, is I've really seen good. scenes from it. You know, I've seen the that kind of thing. But I haven't seen the whole. I've never seen the whole movie all the way through. It's rough. I mean, it has a reputation yeah. for a reason. Uh, like the last twenty to thirty minutes are very rough. Like real rough. Even <laughs> I was like, oh shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is more messed up than I remember it being. Because the beginning, I don't feel like it's that bad. But no, not really. Yeah, it's just kind of like Without benign. Giving away. Yeah, it's super good. Oh yeah, you, you gotta watch that one. All other Exorcist movies are stupid and dumb to me, and I don't know if it's just because I grew up Catholic that, the, and that's not because all the horror movies it seems like recently have been like nuns are possessed by demons right. or whatever, yeah. and I've spent so many years in the Catholic church. I've never seen anybody do an exorcism. That's unheard of. There's not like possessed nuns running around. Like they don't even wear the same clothes that That nuns in those pictures do. I mean, unless they're wearing them at night or something, that'd be weird. But you know, whatever you're into. That's when I wear my nun costume. (laughs) (laughs) You guys don't even know it. Listeners. Maybe I'm wearing one right now. She Um, is. Totally am. <laughs> so, Renee, n- have you seen any? I mean, like I've even seen, like the Friday the Thirteenth, yeah, and that no, kind of see, stuff. I think I've seen all of those. Okay, so you don't actively avoid them. You wouldn't say. No, I do. Okay, no, I do. <laughs> <Let's> see, <laughs> like when I was younger, I had a uh, more tendencies to watch some of that stuff than I do now. Uh, my husband is in the military, and he has been overseas six times, defending. Defending our freedom and stuff over in Afghanistan. I've spent a lot of time alone. And so I just like, I can't like have anything like that in the back of my mind. So I think, try to think all happy thoughts. And I try not to subject myself to stuff like that. That's going to scare me because I'm already kind of paranoid on my own. I don't need help. So I just don't, yeah, I just don't. You don't. I just don't watch him. You don't want to think about Freddy wandering around in your backyard. No, no, he Freddy can stay where he's at. It's fine. Or in in your dreams. That's where he likes to be. See, you've got a great Dawkins song out of that fourth that fourth Freddy movie. Come on, man. Oh, they (laughs) were playing the the third and fourth Freddy movies on Shudder over and over and over again. So I've heard that. So Sarah, what's your? There's a movie that I. I probably considered a scary movie, but it's not scary. Army of Darkness. I love. Oh Army yeah, of like that is. One. I think that's hilarious. Yeah, yeah it's, it's great. Yeah, and I, I like it, but I think it's actually in the horror movie section. I think it's horror yeah. comedy. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of. Horror, I mean, horror I do. Comedy. I do like that one. Yeah. Very good. That's a good one. Yeah. 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 So, Sarah, what's your favorite? <sighs> I don't know. There's so many. And there's like so many like sub genres too, and I don't know. I mean, lately I've been watching found footage stuff, like, and I've been telling everybody I run into Hell House LLC has been like my Still favorite found it. footage in a long time. Never heard of it. It's about um, these like I would say kids. These people like our age that ran a haunted house in New York. And they decided to take it upstate to this abandoned hotel. And uh, shit gets real weird, like, real quick. And it's all completely found footage stuff. And it's, like, people going back and looking at it in the future. Like, it's already happened. And they're, like, trying to figure out what happened to them 
but it's actually really good for found footage. I mean, hmm. uh, interesting. Yeah. Well, I tell you, and this will be my last kind of favorite horror. It, I would consider it a horror movie, but it was on TV as a miniseries, but it was still scary. I don't know if you've all ever heard of this. Stephen King's Rose Red. I saw it when it yeah. I've I freaking love that thing. Sci-fi shows it, and if, if it's on, and that's it, my day is done, because yeah. <laughs> I'm going to watch the whole entire thing. I remember liking it. I don't remember a lot about it. I mean, it's a, it's a Stephen King specifically wrote it for ABC. He specifically wrote it for mm-hmm. television. And it, yeah, it's just a, a, kind of a basic haunted house type of mm-hmm. um, story. But I thought it was really well done, and I liked it. I liked the story, and yeah. I have the weirdest memory of that, and... Like, as soon as you said it, the first thing that popped into my head was a character calls his mom's car Mommy's Little Scootabout. Yes. Yep. <laughs> yep. And that's, and that's Avery. It's Avery. And he has the ability to see the dead or whatever. That phrase <laughs> is so upsetting that it's just been like knocking around in my head for it just, 20 it's years. It's stuck with you yeah. in your subconscious. I love that. That's what I want to start calling my mom's car Mommy's, Mommy's Little, little Scootabout. scootabout. <laughs> But don't ever tell her why. Just no. suddenly start doing it. She's going to be like, what? <laughs> well, besides scary do. movies, you know, taking no. the fact that Halloween is coming up, um, do you all have like a favorite costume that you've worn over the years growing up as a kid or even as an adult? Mm, as much as I, I do. like like Halloween-themed things and horror movies, I never was one for dressing up. Like, I'm just not creative. So I would just go out after work and be like, I'm a pharmacy technician. What about when you were a kid? Uh, I think I was always just a witch. I also was not a creative child. <laughs> There's not an ounce of creativity in this brain. Well, I, it's all science. I will have to find this picture uh, on the Facebook for you all after we're done recording and show it to you all. But my mother made me a Care Bears costume, like sewed it. Like it had a head that fit over your head. In the face. That's adorable. That you put your face. And I, my head still fits in the head. Now, the rest <laughs> of the costume is too small. And it was Sunshine Bear. And at the same time, that same Halloween, she made my brother a full-on dinosaur costume that, Dino- like, like awesome. had the tail and everything. But, yes, that's I think wild. that's probably wow. my, favorite, my favorite one. Now, I did uh, one year dress up as a creepy clown, unbeknownst to me, I think when I was like two. In this, <laughs> but we always did those plastic costumes from the store and stuff yeah, like that. When same. I was growing up, Star that's Wars all we did. and yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah. I think in, I think it was 2010, I was um, the big bad wolf after he ate grandma. Yes. Oh, I remember so, that. Sarah showed me that picture. That was my ago, picture for you in my phone for quite a while until yeah. very recently. But my legacy is secure. <laughs> yeah. It was as appealing as wearing like basically a bathrobe all night was the rest of it was deeply uncomfortable (laughs) but it was so worth it and i think it's the only time like that i recall that i had to like modify the mask or any part of the costume to be able to drink like or or consume anything so (laughs) to like cut a hole right in the middle of it to fit straws into that's my dedication to Halloween. Yeah, I need to see a picture of this. Oh, I have for one. sure. Yeah, well, he probably handy. has one too. I don't yeah. have one handy. Though, oh, really? I think my favorite adult costume, just real quick, is 1998 when X Files: Fight the Future came out, and I'm just just a gigantic <laughs> X Files fan. I found the almost exact 
outfit that Scully wore, one of the exact outfits that Scully wore in that movie. Nice. And I dyed my hair and did the whole thing. And and yeah, I was. I feel like that's one you could do every year. You could. Still. Yeah, I'm looking at this picture now. That's dedication. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think it's awesome. I'm a grown man. <laughs> I yep. love it. I, yeah, I was uh, more of on the adult side. I have a friend of mine. Her name is Brandy. Her birthday is actually on Halloween. And uh, every year she threw a Halloween party and everybody came and dressed up and whatever. And I was a player from League of Her Own. And nice. got the oh, baseball cool. club yeah. and the hat and everything. And like, and that was probably one of my favorites. Awesome. It's a good one. Yeah, it's a good one. It's better than anyone I've ever had. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm lame. Sorry. Uh, one more thing before we leave Halloween. Uh, also, Do we thought, have to? I know, right? Carrie's probably going to make us before too long. Yeah. <laughs> but, um,. We both watch a lot of Shudder. It's like a subscription horror movie service. And there's a lot of Joe Bob Briggs <laughs> last drive-in specials on there that yes. we watch together yet separately at our own houses and talk about it. Those are really text. good. The yeah. tweets or the specials? The specials. Or yes. yeah. yeah. Or both. <laughs> I or think both. they're both good. I lose so many normal <laughs> followers anytime. <laughs> There's a last drive-in episode, special, whatever. Yeah. Uh, just, but then I gained so many fellow weirdos. Yeah. So it's good. It, like, the idea is uh, you watch it and you, like, tweet along with it. But you don't, I mean, there's some people, and I kind of hate this, but that, like, tweet the details of the movie. Like, oh, what do you do that for? I don't know. And maybe not everybody's watching the movie. Right. Yeah. So it doesn't make any sense. Don't go in there. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. Yeah. But then the other half of that is the more of just the idea of a communal experience. So it's sort of like the same experience of watching it in a theater. But now that theaters are starting to kind of dry up, it's still that same experience, but you can just have it on your couch. Yeah. It's looking pretty at cool. your phone. Yeah, like it's cool. Yeah. A typical millennial. <laughs> of course. Like this past Friday was uh, Joe Bob's Halloween Hoot Nanny, <laughs> in which he showed uh, Halloween 1, 4, and 5. <laughs> Skip 3. Logically. Skip yeah. 3, huh? Yeah. And I really love 3. 3, I think, is a I good movie. 2. Love 3 also as yes. well. Season of the Witch. A lot of people don't Are you like a fan? it. A lot of people don't like it. I think it's. Ooh, I don't think it's I like bad it. for what it is. I love it. Yeah, I've always loved it. Two more days till Halloween. Halloween. Yes. Halloween. Yep. Two more days I till feel like Halloween. It's just now. Shamrock. In the past couple of years, getting rediscovered. I think you're right because that that and four and five, I feel like were ones that always played on cable, like over and over and over all the time, like during October. And that song always got stuck in my head, mm -hmm. and I just kept like watching them, like. All the time, because there's not really anything else on TV, like on cable TV anyway. Well, and my friend Gidget Von LaRue, um, who's co-host on the Retro Cinema, mm -hmm. they did that one, I think, last week, two weeks ago. Ooh, they did Season out. of the Witch. Oh, yeah. nice. I'll have to check yeah. that out. Yeah. yeah, even like Joe Bob's co-host this past time, she just kept talking about it like the entire time. She's like, why aren't we watching number three? I'm going to watch number three. And then she came out in like a Tom Atkins like cosplay. That made me laugh out loud. 
But he has other ones, like there's like always Christmas specials, like a very Joe Bob Christmas, uh, Dinners of Death. There was a 24-hour marathon, which I've noticed is all gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sad times. And then there's like a series that will come on every Friday night for so many like weeks. Well, he used to be on USA, I think. Mm-hmm. I think that was the his Monster TNT. Vision. Yeah. yeah. Monster yeah. Vision. Yep. TNT. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's, that's where I discovered him. Like I yeah. remember... Saturday nights when I was a mm-hmm. kid, watching like, who is this guy? <laughs> I love it. Whatever this is, I love it. And then, like, I mean, I watched it for you. I watched Monster Vision for years, right? And then when Monster Vision was canceled in two thousand, like to my knowledge, he just sort of went away. And then last summer, came roaring back. Came back. People love nostalgia. I mean, it's been pretty awesome watching it all on Shudder because I never, like, watched Monster Vision. So, like, last year was the first time I'd ever even heard of Joe Bob Briggs. But now it's just like, like I follow him on Twitter and Instagram. <laughs> it's like, watch his, like, stuff on Shudder all the time. But anyway, moving on. Uh, we'll move on to this week's social media question, which I had two of. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one. We'll save our answers for after I announce the first one. Do you like candy corn? Heck yes or hell no. And what's your favorite Halloween candy out of the following choices? Snickers, Reese Cups, Skittles, or Sour Patch Kids? Oh, that uh, Swedish fish, what an option there. Ugh, so stupid. (laughs) I hate that. gives me anxiety. But um, to start with the candy corn, I hate candy corn candy corn is disgusting and gross and why is it even a thing i have like a whole spiel right now here um it's unnecessary i think people are just saying they love it to piss me off (laughs) and i mean it worked i'm very upset and appalled at how many people said on our facebook poll that they loved it not just liked it they loved it every single person commented on it was like i love it i mix it with chocolate i mix it with peanuts I have Ugh. questions about that when when it's my turn. But it's your on. turn. It's okay. your turn. My rant's over. Is candy corn to if you're listening and you said I love it, is it sort of like wedding cake? Is it something that you think that you love because you're used to it? Or the Beach Boys? But we all hate it. <laughs> like we all yes. are of a mind that, you know, this sucks. <laughs> but we're all just like, Yeah, I'll go along with it. Or do you actively like do you go out of your way to buy candy corn every year and then you eat the whole bag? Like, I just don't buy that. Yeah. I wonder if it's, uh, this is the only time of year that it comes out. So people feel the need that they need to eat it. It I don't know if that's what it is. Um, Like I don't hate it, but I don't love it. And I definitely don't go out of my way to go get it. If I happen to be in a place where there is, I might have like one or two, but I definitely don't like crave it in any (laughs) way for sure. Right. Yeah, I don't actively seek it out, but you know, I'm not opposed to eating it. I don't, yes, you know, I, I don't hate right. it, which is weird because Thank I can't you. stand fondant. I hate fondant. I think mm. it's disgusting. But I'll eat candy corn. Now the CFO loves those pumpkins, those little sugar bomb mm. pumpkins. He no, likes candy there. corn, but he loves those little pumpkins even more that are that are kind of no. even more. I was gonna say basically the same. He's thing. wrong. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But I don't. I don't hate it. I don't. I guess I don't love it. I don't actively seek it out. But if it was, you know, there in my purview, I may eat a couple. Yeah, I don't of go pieces. to the store and but buy like it. One or two will do you guys for the whole year. 
Probably. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Or those little mini bags that probably have like six little corns in one them. One or two in the trash would do me for the rest of my life. Mm. What about the different flavors? So they got chocolate. They got. No. No? Hard pass. No. No. No, no flavors. Yeah, I think Renee and I are in the same yeah. boat on this. No, yeah. I just wish it was extinct like onions. <laughs> no. Whatever, that'll never happen either. None of these things will happen for me. I'm just going to suffer through this life with candy corn and onions. <laughs> <sighs> but now that we've established that at least two of us are in the right opinion that this sucks, uh, what do you guys like out of the other four? The Snickers, the Reese's, Skittles, Sour Patch Kids? I mean, I love a Sour Patch Kid. Point of order. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. No, I'm like, I love all, I love all four. Um, and sometimes that's whatever mood I'm in. Sometimes I want like something that's not chocolate and I love Skittles. Um, and I do like Sour Patch Kids with those. I think I have to be in the mood for Reese's and Snickers. I'm always in the mood for 24 seven. I can always do some chocolatey. Um, I don't know if I can pick between the two cause I almost love them equally. That's fair. Yeah. I just love candy. Yeah. What were you going to say, Brad? When you say Reese's, mm-hmm. are you talking about just the standard cup or pumpkins? The because cup. there's the there's various, a but there is yeah, a distinct difference. Yes. Yes. What are your opinions? If you said Reese's pumpkins, it would be that. If you say Reese's cups, I'd go Skittles. Above all else, I would say the little boxes of milk duds. Oh, it's nice. always been my favorite. Milk, milk dud forever. Carrie, what do you think about? It? Uh, of my choices, definitely the Reese's. I'm all about the chocolate. The Sour Patch Kids, man, Skittles. Yeah, I could take it or leave it, and I'd fence that or whatever. Um, but uh, for my money, Kit Kat or GTFO. Yeah, I'll get Kit Kat. Little Kit Kats. Yes, little yeah. Kit Kats. Yep. Yeah. Sure. I mean, so no. And this year they had glow in the dark packaging. I mean, I'm on not, the Kit Kats. Oh yeah, I got those last year. I'm yeah. not gonna kick Snickers to the curb. Right. Yeah, Snickers are perfectly fine. I mean, I'll eat a Snickers all day, every day. But I think if you're going to Halloween candies, excuse me, I like the little packs of the Sour Patch Kids, and I like the little Reese cups, just a single Reese cup. I don't care for the Reese's pumpkin or the Reese's Christmas tree. What? What? It's well, too much peanut butter. I think you can just leave. <sighs> yeah. You know no, what? It's the perfect ratio. Bye. <laughs> That's what makes them so good. It's been a little bit since someone's got kicked out. And no paper. Ah. Can you always give me that? I'll give you that. I <laughs> yeah, mean, I just personally don't like them. They are, right? yeah, I mean, I'm already on the fence about peanut butter, but I love Reese cups, especially in, frozen ones. But We're living in the future. We don't need the paper on the Reese's cups anymore. I mean, we've made so many other improvements. Right. Why do we stick to our guns on that? <laughs> I mean, we've been to the moon several times yeah. and we still put paper Have on Reese's cups. Have we? Yes. Stay woke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is that your conspiracy theory, Carrie? No, I, I don't subscribe to that conspiracy theory. Okay. Why did you pick those candies? I'm just curious. Uh, it seemed like the most popular ones that came to my mind. I didn't really do any research. Okay. I was but, just curious. Yeah. And I asked also asked people online the same question. Most people said Reese Cups. And a couple people say like Sour Patch Kids. But for the most part, Reese Cups was the yeah. big answer. Which is fair. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, based on, as you said, research. So Fox News put out their annual um, information for for the state. So every year, based on the candy that was bought the previous Halloween, what state bought the most of whatever candy. And so you've got 
like Texas bought more M&Ms than they bought anything else. And New York did the same thing. Um, you know what Kentucky got two years in a row now? Swedish fish. I don't believe it's for wow, That's fake news. And I'm just like, and we are, I want to note that we, out of all 50 states, we are the only state that bought Swedish fish. I need to see some um, sources on this. I want so. receipts. I just, I just yeah. don't, I don't understand. I'm not saying that Swedish fish is bad. I like Can Swedish I fish personally. Yeah, I don't, I'm not saying that Swedish fish are bad. I mean, I guess But I am saying, I don't understand that our state has <laughs> bought that much more than any other can. When you have Reese cups, how do you choose a Swedish fish over a Reese cup? I'm going to need names. Well, I think this is a government conspiracy, personally. But. This is all. I mean, I'm looking at this the chart of the state by state candy purchases, and I don't even buy that that many people bought M and M's. Is this so? This is Halloween candy. M and M's yes. are. I feel like the candy most likely to take on the taste of other candy but see that's the exact same map that was making the rounds last year so i don't even understand how like i just think people keep putting that map up and like news outlets yeah. and whatever just keep right. picking Conspiracy. it up right yeah. i mean pretzel m&ms a whole state bought pretzel m&m i, mean, I don't what? believe that i was that's... gonna say i have questions i don't even the pretzel m&ms are trash I mean, if you're going to come at me with, like, caramel and Hot, like There are that, three states so. worth of hot tamales. Yeah, no. There's no way. No, that can't be true. Tootsie Pops. Ooh, no. <laughs> I have See, a lot of issues with I, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm that, that map circulated, the exact same map I mean, circulated last year. And I think... No one sent me this graphic I think it's just lazy. <laughs> it's lazy reporting, and it's just lazy picking up on stuff. I mean, you heard it here, Fox News. Did this map we come out, like, 1999? I mean, come on. Tootsie Roll Pops? Yeah. Do you do you know anyone that likes Tootsie Pops? I mean, uh, I won't. Again, I won't kick one to the curb. It depends I, on the know. flavor, really. But who's eaten one since well, we were in like the way, middle I'm school? I'm not going to go buy Tootsie Rolls, but like if I've got a variety pack and they happen to be in there, but it's going to yeah. be one of those things that are like all the good candy's gone and then the Tootsie Rolls are left. Yeah, they're always top. the last. Yeah, it's going to be one of those. Things. I mean, I was looking at Halloween candy yesterday at Kroger and literally. At the very end of the aisle, there was like a little teeny tiny section with Tootsie Rolls and Tootsie Pops. And Tootsie Roll. <laughs> Tootsie Roll. Tootsie Roll. Okay, so speaking, of, so speaking of candy, because we've talked about a lot what we don't like. So when you were little and you were trick-or-treating and you go home and you start going through your bag like, oh, I really hope I had this, this, or that. What was your like candy that you were just dying to have? Oof. Money. Money. <laughs> yeah. There were a lot of people that gave away like ones and fives, like where I trick or treated. Yeah, I need a trick or treat. Oh, yeah. 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 That seems very East Manchester like. Right. Yeah. yeah. It, it was an area where like <laughs> there was very much a sense of danger for for anyone that was out on the street. And if the light wasn't on, it didn't matter. Like you would still go knock. Oh yeah. And they would, whoever was inside would be either so frightened or so high that they'd be like, Oh, there's somebody okay. on my wallet. Yeah. And go find something within the house. Even. Here's a pair of shoes. <laughs> but yeah, second to that, the little boxes of milk duds. Oh, gotcha. You always liked the little sweet talk or the Smarties. The Smarties? No. Smarties. Come on. I was going to say that this map, the way that you would know <laughs> that it was total bullshit is if Smarties were on there. 
I like Smarties. Yeah, that's my controversial funny. pick for candies. God, talk about an ice cold take. <laughs> <laughs> Kit Kats, 100%. And I will say that kind of uh, in what Brett was talking about in terms of like people just going and giving you things out of their cabinets or, or money or whatever. The very last year I went trick-or-treating, I was probably like maybe 14 or 13 or something like that in there. And there was a uh, brand new condo area that had just, we had a woods behind our house and stuff and they had developed it into some condos. So we were like, my friend and I were like, well, let's just go back there and see what happens. So we go back there and we knock on the door and there is this gentleman who is a, uh, he was Japanese, right? And he looks at, and we say trick or treat, and he looks at us and he's like, oh yeah, okay, okay, okay. He goes, hold on, I'll be right back. And he he goes and he gives us bananas and we <laughs> said thank you and we smiled and we're like, what a great story. <laughs> he smeared them all over his windows. <laughs> no. Why Threw them up against the door. <laughs> yeah, no, he was, he was he was cool. He was cool. Yeah, it was funny. It was just funny. Because he, I mean, hey, he, he was, yeah, he was like, yeah, all right, I got you. Here's some bananas. He's just looking out for your health. <laughs> That's exactly right. Um, I have to say mine was nerds. I would go and I would empty my bag. I'd look through in in Harlan County. There's a lot of lot a lot of people gave you nerds, and so every now and then when I find some, I was always so excited, and I was like, you know what? This will never happen to another child. Not on my watch. They come to Halloween at my house, and you will get nerds. And I was like, I will stand up for the child for all the kids going out trick or treating, and you will get nerds at my house. So there was all you will always come. You always have good candy, and there will be nerds. What about the candy that you would just absolutely 100% throw in the garbage without a thought? Trash it. Smarties. <laughs> How dare you throw Smarties in the trash? You should have just brought it to my house. I would have eaten them. Put them out of the Ugh, God, so many. Almond Joy, maybe. <gasps> I hate coconut. I mean, I found a newfound love for almonds, but coconut makes me upset. <laughs> I don't want those little dumb, dumb suckers because they're like, there's hardly anything Buttholes. there. It's almost like a waste of your time to even eat them. Uh, or that Bubba gum or whatever. Or Bitto honey. Oh, I would always yeah. throw those away, too. Yeah. yeah. Necco wafers James. are the bane of my existence. Yeah, yeah those are gross. They are too. disgusting it's and like, straight in the is trash. Is anybody giving that out for Halloween? It's oh, like, yeah. We used to get oh, them all yeah. the time. Really? Oh, yeah. What is wrong with and you? Might as well just give too. me a thing of Rolades if you're going to give me Necco wafers. <laughs> I mean, come on. And I was so excited when the factory um, that was that made them closed, not because people lost their jobs, but because... But most of <laughs> but, but then, then apparently some Willy Wonka bought them and they're making them again. Ugh. Yeah. yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah, those are gross. Almond Joys yeah. and like bit of honeys and those those are like candy for like seventy five year olds. Like, yeah. <laughs> why not just give out Werther's originals? <laughs> yeah. Oh God, I hate those too. Have a lot of strong. So I feel like this this was kind of the food fight this week a little bit. Yeah, we're leading into it. Um, keeping with the Halloween theme, it's food fight cage match time. Ding 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 ding. Um, I thought because I'm not very original. That we could do chocolate Halloween candy versus not chocolate Halloween candy. Whatever it is you call that. And we don't even really have to try it. You can just go ahead and tell me what you think. Chocolate. <laughs> yeah, I'm totally going to go chocolate if I had to choose between the two. Carrie? Chocolate. Oh, see, because I like the more sweets. I love chocolate, but I really like... These Sour Patch Kids are staring me right in the face, like daring me to eat them. I've already eaten an entire gigantic bag of Sour Patch Kids that Renee gave me a month ago. Yes. 
<sighs> My teeth are going to fall out soon. I'm aware I am about it. zombie Sour Patch Kids. I just finished the and, bag yesterday. And I was like, this has Sarah written all over it. She gave so them to I me on like to October the 1st. I had to buy them for her, yeah. I'm slightly disappointed there are no airheads on the table. Shout out to my brother who works for Van Mel. Ooh, and, I do uh, like airheads. Sells airheads and Van Mel Mentos type products on the Eastern Seaboard. Nice. I like a good airhead. Well, speaking of what's on the table, so we've got uh, Three Musketeers Milky Way Snickers. And we I bought a box of Sour Patch Kids for, uh, for Sarah specifically because I knew she loved them. Um, got... Three different flavors of Mike and Ox. Yeah, I had some Mike and Ox. Some Skittles, Nerds, Gobstoppers, and Sweet Tarts. Ooh, I do like a Gobstopper. Oh, and Laffy Taffy. Yeah, we have two, a couple different flavors of Laffy Taffy. And hey. some Starburst. Oh, and Starburst. Yeah, we Hopefully, have Starburst too. Are these the Reds only or whatever? The, nope. No. They just get two in there. Maybe one of the greatest tour. inventions of our generation. Yes. The Reds uh, and pinks. I love those. The yeah. ones that are the Reds only, and they're great. Um, I feel like I was going to say something about candy and it's lost my, it's left my brain. Oh, who likes Laffy Taffy anyway? Nope. I do. It's certain yeah. flavors. I don't like banana. I don't like the banana. Who likes the banana one in particular? Mm-mm. Is there a no. human that likes it? I do like I the I would strawberry. imagine there is because I said the same thing about the yellow Starburst. I'm like, who likes yellow Starburst? And there are actually people that seek them out. And I'm like, you can have all of them. I know there's yep. a couple of people that I work with specifically at work who will keep Laffy Taffies in like our desk drawer and like rich and he'll only eat them so he can read the bad jokes on the inside. Like uh, the dad jokes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you can read those on the internet without eating Laffy Taffy. Yeah, I just I'm like here. Oh, they eat have this. the popsicles that you can get too. That yep, has the right. Yeah. So I think I think chocolate is the winner here. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, for sure. Oh uh, yeah, I'll take. I like them all. <laughs> all I'm right. surprised I have teeth at this point in my life after all the candy I've eaten. So, do we have time for like trick or treat horror stories? Of course. Since we're talking about yes. candy. Does yes. anybody have any? Uh, not that I recall. Uh, it's been so long. Uh, a horror story? He might have Do to come have back one? to me. No, I don't really have one, but I, that kind of earlier talking about like basically robbing people for <laughs> trick, and, or trick or treat. <laughs> trick and treat, what? <laughs> that, this was a 20 ounce latte, so I'm kind of all over the place. But um, I was just thinking it brought back memories of and I don't know if this is a southeastern Kentucky thing, like if it's a particularly redneck thing, but in Manchester, southeastern Kentucky, that area, and I don't know if it's still this way, but when we were kids, like every block, there would be one house that like the whole exterior (laughs) was like a crime scene. (laughs) <laughs> and it was always hard to tell, like, is this for real? I know, or, exactly what house you're talking about, too. <laughs> it, yeah, it, like, each little neighborhood had one. And also, and, and I think you would get in trouble for this now, but there was always at least a few houses on your route where there would be a grown-up, somebody that knows better, would, like, dress up like a scarecrow and slump in a chair Yeah, outside. and then scare you when you got on the yeah, porch. It, yep. And they would have a bucket of candy on their lap, you had to like reach into their lap, which there's, there's a lot going on there. So many legalities are there yeah. right yeah. now. Yeah. And then when you got your hand in, they jump out and grab you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. I, it's just, I remember specifically houses with like dead 
babies or like babies strung in the trees and <laughs> like baby dolls or whatever. Yeah, sure. I mean, yeah, or I'm, real or, dead babies, yeah, or it could be the real thing. You didn't know. <laughs> that was the best part. You yeah. didn't know if it was real or not. And but, I'm not. But you know, I think everybody, as a consensus across the board and on this table, can say the people that give out toothbrushes for Halloween candy instead, they're, they're awful people. I don't know you if I've ever experience? encountered that. I've no. never had that. No, there's there was a lady that the Dollar Tree, I was buying up some to give to the um, clothing closet at the hospital. They have really nice little gift set that you can get for a buck. She said she bought up three whole cases to hand out for Halloween to kids. What a bitch. God, that's a real bitch. Get out of here. Yeah. Get out. And I was, yeah, and I was, and I was like, I don't know if you're going to be all the kids' favorite. <laughs> uh. Like, I was trying to be nice to her and be like, no. Nah. I didn't know that was actually a thing. I thought that was just something people are like, yeah, enjoy about just like a, to do. Yeah. yeah. Our, well, our, apparently this lady's actually doing it. Our neighborhood yeah. was pretty, was pretty tame compared to that. You know, I mean, we'd be out the door by six and running and yeah. So I think it's a Southeastern Kentucky thing. Yeah. I've only ever heard about it there. So let me ask you this real quick before we get to some, uh, um, well, we got some events. Yeah. So, what and this may again? I'm I'm interested in this regionality thing, right? Mm-hmm. So, what did you all call the night before Halloween? Because I have been told by the CFO that what I call the night before Halloween, he has never heard of in his whole entire life. It may be totally unique to Northern Kentucky, Cincinnati area. It's devil's night, right? No. Oh no. Nope. So, what did you all call it? Nothing. 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 Yeah. The day before Halloween. The night before Halloween. Nothing. Nothing. Cabbage night. <laughs> it was always known as Cabbage Night, and that was bottom when, of my list of guesses. Yeah, <laughs> seriously, beyond the so yeah. Apparently, and just in that region, because I'm telling you, John's never heard of it. Nobody else outside no, of, never heard and of it. it that was when you went out and you toilet papered people's houses and things like that. You got hit people's you hit people's houses on Cabbage Night. That was what it was all about. But why was it called Cabbage? I night? have no idea. Did you throw <laughs> cabbage at people? I, I but growing up, that should have. I was gr- like, it's disgusting. It's so if you did. Yeah, growing up, that's what it was. I mean, so I'm, interesting. I'm not misremembering like what you said earlier about like weird houses. I'm not misremembering. There was a house between my house and your house that people thought an actual witch lived in, right? Totally. I okay. Yeah, that may be a whole other podcast. It worth. was one of those like if you threw a ball and it landed in her yard, you weren't it getting it hers. back. I yeah. shit you not. Yeah. I, I don't know. Should I not curse? No, no you're okay. fine. <laughs> I went in that house the night before they tore it down. Did you, have I they ever told you it that? Down? No, yeah. it was already falling down like twenty five years ago. Yep, exactly. <laughs> Are you sure it wasn't a brothel like The Simpsons? Uh, the I was going to say it'd be weird if there was a brothel so. there, but it wouldn't be because there's a church like the kind Maison of across Derriere, the street, right? <laughs> Awful lot of paintings of Jesus for it to be a brothel. Really? <laughs> yes. Wow. Yeah, no, I never, ever, ever even went within the gate of it, let alone inside the house. I just knew there was a witch there. I would never go in there. Yeah, the Sanderson sisters. <laughs> oh, oh <I> mean. <laughs> that movie. I, that's a whole other uh, podcast my, too. My first crush that I remember, Sarah Wait, Jessica Parker. Ooh. Yep, that's a whole other <laughs> podcast too. That's, Boy, yep. that brought the conversation to a screeching halt. <laughs> Before I get to uh, to the events, there is one little uh, breaking news thing. Um, so. Pam Hembry, who owns Batter and Buttercream, it's a cake bakery um, that's at, you know, that's in Richmond. Uh, she is going to be on the Food Network. It's going to be on a show called the the Big Bake, 
And so I think that's really awesome uh, of her. This will be the second time that she'll be on uh, national TV representing Kentucky. So that's really awesome. So shout out to her. Okay, so list of events for this week. I've got you, got you three. Uh, Chris Stapleton is going to be back back in his home state. Um, he's going to be at the Yum Center on the 2nd. Cool. Uh, the show starts at 7. I believe it's sold out. It's November, so, right? Yeah, yeah, November 2nd. Yeah. Um, Gosh, can you believe it's almost November? Yeah. Let's start celebrating my birthday right now. I know. It's a month from now. I mean, we'll Not do, even. We'll, we'll celebrate the whole month. Thank you. I appreciate welcome. it. Um, but... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's going to be at the, the, the Chicken Bucket. Oh, you're going to say the Chicken how, Festival. I call it something else that I will not say on okay, this podcast. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so the Kentucky native will be in his home state for a final tour of his All-American Roadshow. Um, the American... The award-winning country music singer will be accompanied by a few friends, the Brothers Osborne and Kendall Marble. Shying away from gimmicks, Stapleton puts one heck of a show, uh, keeping things simple with keeping uh, the spotlight on his music. The outlaw performer often plays uh, together with his wife in harmonious yet stripped-back set that has been described as haunting, raw, and spiritual. There are no fist bumps and no party anthems here, just good old-fashioned Southern music that Johnny Cash would be proud of. I would just like to, to say that Renee's printer screwed up. <laughs> yes. And so she is having to read these notes on her, on her phone. Um, I would just like to say that. Yes. Well, I mean, it's not just on my phone. That was improv. Not just on my phone, but it's a picture that I took of my computer screen. So there's lines. Which never works if you're taking a picture of a computer screen. So, yeah. So I'm trying to do that. So hopefully we can get through this events section. So if it doesn't, it's just going to be interesting, right? Um, the second one I've got is a murder mystery dinner show. And I'll, I love these no matter what, you know, where they're at. I think the castle was doing some last year, which was always on a Wednesday. And we work every Wednesday, so that didn't work out for me to be able to go. Um, that Jenny Wiley State Park is going to have one. And the title of the show is The Impossible Murder. And it's about a young woman has gathered together some of the world's finest detectives to try to help her figure out the famous unsolved murder of her great aunt that happened over 80 years ago. And da, da, da. so it, that, that's happening on November 8th. And it is at Jimmy Wiley State Park and Resort. Uh, the dinner is from 7 to 10. Tickets are $35 a person, or they have an overnight package that you can get for $150. And that includes a dinner and show for two, breakfast for two, and lodging. Uh, that's actually not bad. Dang. Um, third thing I've got is the Champions Classic. We are now in the part of the year where we have both football and basketball going on. Woo-hoo. Uh, yes. <laughs> so November 5th. Uh, is the Champions Classic. So four, and for people that don't know what that is, uh, four of men's college basketball's elite programs are ready to tip off for the 2019 season when Duke, Kansas, Kentucky, and Michigan State play on November 5th. This year's Classic will be played at Madison Square Garden in New York City and will feature the top four teams in the, in the preseason AP poll. So you've got, they do two games, so the first game will be number four Duke. 
playing number three, Kansas, and that one starts at seven. And then the next game will be the number two, Kentucky, playing number one, Michigan State, at 9.30. That's going to be a late game to stay up for. I mean, it's not so much that it's late for me because, I mean, we're already at work. And I stay up late anyway, but I don't know. We should really need Nick Richards to be all right. I'm worried about him. I'm worried about us if he's not in there. And election day. Also, it's election day. day, It is election day. Yeah, go vote. Yeah, exactly. Those are some great events you've got there. I enjoy all of those. And good job reading them yes. off of your phone, off I'm of a screen. I'm proud of you for I, I, I should at least get some. Of the first the one was a little <laughs> iffy, right. but you got the rest you of got them. Through. Yes. You got <laughs> through. We're proud of you. Got through. Yeah. All right. So uh, this is the part where we talk about what we're drinking. Um, Carrie, you've got quite the assortment of drinks on your yeah. end of the table. Well, it's a beer fridge, I'm telling you. It yeah. kills me every time now. Man. I just I had a West Six or Ryan Geist, and I'm working on a Still Natty, working on those seltzers. Seltzer. Huh? Yep. yep. One of these days, I'll try one. Uh, I'm drinking a wine spritzer that actually uh, Nathan brought for me last week, but I already had something else open. It's called Day Drinking by Little Big Town Southern Peach Wine Spritzer. I guess this is by the band Little Big Town. I don't know. He just showed up here and was like, hey, I got you a drink. And I was like, oh, cool. I'm already drinking something. So I'm drinking it this week. It wasn't my favorite, but it wasn't bad. I mean, I might be drinking it again. Somebody gave it to me. It's a 12% alcohol. It is 12% alcohol. Yes, it is. Good Lord. Yeah. yeah. Which oh. is fair for a wine. But oh, it's a wine. Okay. Yeah, it's a wine spritz. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, I can't find anything else on this can that yeah, says where it was canned. Can I mean, did Little Big Town can it at their house? <laughs> what? I mean, it's fine. I drank it all. It's pretty good. I guess so. I think at first couple of tastes, I wasn't really into it, but it grew on me in the end. And then, Brett, you were just drinking a latte. Uh, bourbon caramel latte from Gather on Main. Ooh, dang. Nice. Shout out to a local place. And Absolutely. Renee, Renee's just having a cherry Pepsi. That's right. Shout out to last week. I was the only one at the table that was pro-Pepsi, and, uh, and I brought it here this week. And it, rub it the wild cherry, wild cherry Pepsi is my favorite. Hey, I'm, I'm just glad that you were able to tell the difference between the two, because I sure couldn't. I'm the only one that couldn't, like a big loser. <laughs> You would you would think that you would be able to be like, oh yeah, I know Pepsi Coke. Oh, I no, can't no. either. Because yeah. we did the Pepsi challenge. Oh yeah, we, we did the Pepsi challenge last week, Remember where you have challenge? a blind taste blind tasting oh. of Coke yes. and Pepsi. No, I've never done it, but I I can tell you I couldn't tell the difference. It's actually surprising because I, I thought for sure I could, and I mean I did end up getting it right, but it was actually more harder than, than I think. thought. Yeah, everybody yeah. got it right but me because apparently I'm just a loser. But anyway. Um, so that's going to do it for us in our Halloween spooktacular episode. <laughs> I couldn't help myself. I had to say it. So corny. <laughs> um, but we're going to get out of here and we'll reiterate our social media handles. You can find the podcast on Facebook and Instagram at Hungry in Kentucky. You can fire Instagram and Twitter. I mean, Hungry in Kentucky. You can find our blog on Facebook and Instagram at Bluegrass Bourbon and Eats. Twitter at BB and Eats. You can find Nathan on Facebook and Instagram at the Bearded Bourbon Air. You can find Carrie on Facebook and Instagram at Girls Beer Sports. Twitter at JRLS Beer Sports. Brett, where can we find you online? Uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. I'd reckon we're about the only one in Pop Darts. Awesome. 
Cool. And thanks again for hanging out with us and listening to Hungry in Kentucky. And as always, stay hungry, Kentucky. What was that? (laughs) (laughs) Did that get in there? (laughs) 